0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: And so we we understand this, that Satan does knock on our door and say, I'm an evil spirit and I've come to do this, that, or the other. He doesn't do that. He's sly. The Bible said he's sly. Uh, He has some wisdom about what he wants to do or he's wise and has schemes and things. So he's not not as dumb as as, uh, sometimes we call him to be.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part two in his series, The Reward of Obedience. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares The Reward of Obedience.
1: When you look at the Bible
0: The Bible
1: Is not a book of instruction The Bible is a book of correction And the Bible is a book of victory but, but if you leave one off Then it hinders the other So the instruction points to victory And the correction points to victory And so if we major in one Say we just major in victory, but leave the instruction and the correction that's in the Bible off, then somewhere we're gonna we're gonna get off in the ditch somewhere. Amen. So I think in these seasonal things that that uh, like it was like years ago, back in the uh, late seven, early late sixties, early seventies. Seems like that God sent the message of faith, at least what I'm familiar with to kind of pull us out of the ditch of defeat or having an attitude of defeat, and pull us in that direction. And then uh, there was back in the, de- in the 50s and into the 60s, God was pulling the people out of the denominational world into the movement or the receiving of the Holy Spirit. So God, it seems as God works seasonal to keep us from getting in the ditch on one side or the other. In other words, he's instructing us to keep it between the lines. Don't you Don't you like those little things on the new cars, newer cars? Uh, you know, it's got a little thing on there that tells you if you're getting over too far one way or the other. And uh, it's been a real help to me. Been a, been a big help to me. So in teaching on correction now, uh, you're going to have some that's more in tune with hearing victory. And if you... Uh, Teach on instruction, you're going to hear more people or see more people that wants to still continue to leave that aside and just zero in on the victory. But once, like I said earlier, once we understand that correction and instruction are scriptures that takes us to the ultimate victory and so we don't want to leave one off at the expense of, of the other. And it's easy to do that, folks. It's it's not it's not difficult to do that. It's very very easy to do that. So I wanted to talk tonight. I, I shared with you last Wednesday evening on the benefit of obedience. And so you know, sometimes obedience is not necessarily what people like to hear. Now I don't know about you. You have to determine that yourself. I'm not saying who what. Uh, just in general. Obedience is something, you know I never did like the word when I was growing up And so, uh, since we are in the family of God Sometimes people don't like it But it's in the Bible And I say that in reference to preaching on love There's some people who don't want to hear that Some people done told me they didn't want to hear that And so, but it's in the Bible And so if it's in the Bible, even if it comes across correctional, it's leading you somewhere. It's taking you to a place that you can't get to until you get to that place of obedience. Or, you know, like I said, back to the correctional instruction that's in in the scripture. But we all like to win, don't we? And God wants us to win. God wants us to win. So tonight I'm going to share with you on how to revenge the spirit of disobedience. Paul in his writings he calls he calls disobedience that there is a spirit that is behind disobedience in our life or in a person a Christian's life. So we're going to begin in Ephesians chapter two and we're going to read the first two verses. And you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. So you'd have to go back and study what was happening in the Ephesian church at this point in time. So he said, "In you, talking to the church, and you has he quickened or made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein you walked according to the in times past in time past." you walked according to the course of this world or what, what the climate of the world is. Well, we know what the climate is of, the, of the world is today for sure. So he said, wherein, in time past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Now, a prince is a ruler, and so he's talking about Satan as the ruler over the kingdom of darkness, So he said, uh, you were dead in trespasses and sins. In times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Now notice how he wrote it, the prince of the power of the air. Now, before I read further, let me say this. There, There are spirits that's loose in the earth today. I think sometimes the Christians think uh, that that, they don't, that doesn't apply to them. But these spirits are aerial. They are in the air. They're all around us. The prince of the power of the air. Satan being the prince of the power of his kingdom uh, in these spirits that are aerial. Now, what they seek, what the spirits seek, they seek to get into people. Sometimes if they can't find a person to get into, they'll get into even an animal. But they seek to get into, Satan's desire is to get into the mind of those who have professed Christ, professed Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. So, but he is talking in this verse of scripture, he is talking about people who once were walking in the darkness and he said, you, talking to them, you, he has quickened who, who, were, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit. Now notice what he, how he words it. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So he's making reference to not not the church necessarily, but he's making reference to the world, the, the, the influences of evil spirits that are in the world. And so we, we understand this, that Satan does knock on the door and say, I'm an evil spirit and I've come to do this, that, or the other. He doesn't do that. He's sly. The Bible said he's sly. Uh, he's, he has some wisdom about what he wants to do or he's wise and has schemes and things. So he's not, he's not as dumb as, as uh, sometimes we call him to be. He's not, but, but I've always thought about it like this. If I hear him, listen to him, and do, do like him, that makes me just as dumb as him. You know, or makes us, let, whatever the word you want to choose, to use that. And so, let me read it to you again. And you, talking, Paul talking to the Christians at Ephesus, you, God has quickened, you were dead in trespasses and sins. You were in times past, or you did in times past walk according to the course of this world. According The course of this world is according to the prince of the power of the air. That's satanic works and influences of demonic spirits that is in the world today. And he said, uh, you walked according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So he's talking, to, he's talking to folks that are not Christians, but yet he tells them up front, you know, you come out of that and you've come into faith in Christ, so you're not in that now. And so he is just giving, making a contrast of the two. Some people are there were walking after the prince of the power of the air, the demonic influences, and some had been born again. So in doing that, here's what we remember, what we must know. Is it just because that I'm, I get born again does not mean these demonic spirits that are aerial leaves me alone. They seek to gain influence in my thinking, how I think, because they want me to think like they think. And so there's where we get into the subject of disobedience, of not obeying God, where our stand against these spirits that are roaming out here in the air, that we don't take our stand. How do we do it? We take our stand by receiving the instruction that the word gives us of how to keep them out. And if correction is needed, it gives us correction. But you know, sometimes correction is not a good word, even in the Christian community. Even in the body of Christ, it's not really a good word. They really don't want to hear. There's people probably here tonight that don't like that word, correction. So, but yet, we all need it. When you were a child growing up, you probably thought you never did need correction. Huh? You know, that you didn't like correction. Come on now, let's just let's just get down to the nitty gritty. You didn't like correction. I, did, I, I Only time I began to like it is when Mama forced me to. And so we don't want to be forced to be in line. We want to do that by submitting ourselves to our heavenly Father or to the Word. There's how we want to work it today. Those of us who are in the body of Christ. And so. Wherever that sin prevails, there is a depriving of the power and freedom of spiritual life that belongs to the Christian. Freedom of, the, of, of life, blessing of life, a good life, whatever terminology that we want to use, it belongs to us because Jesus purchased that for us. So it does belong to us. Obviously, with Satan being adversarial or an enemy to the cause of Christ, he doesn't want us in league with Christ. So he tries to get us through our thinking into league with him. And see, the, the problem is sometimes we don't realize what's going on. We don't realize what's happening. We know how we feel. You know, I mean, we know how we feel We know uh, however we want to go from that point We know, know that And so what people do sometimes It's easy to give in to our feelings Feelings how we feel about things Feelings about how other, about other people Feelings about walking in love Feelings about walking in joy Our feelings start to take over And people become carnal while all the time Masking themselves as spiritual So we don't like to hear that do we We don't But if it's in the Bible Then it's it's necessary It it ain't necessary unless it's necessary And that one of Mark Hankins is saying His daddy would say to him It ain't necessary unless it is necessary So now notice this That Paul uses the
0: it's our hope that today's message, the reward of obedience, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, and different resources, and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842 7896. Again, that number, 1 800 842 7896. If you would like to receive a free copy of this week's message, please request offer 45. Today's offer number is 45. From Pastor Cowan and the Congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.